So I love the fact that we were on the phone and you said, I want to interview you. I just said, let's do it right now. And you said, let's go. What do you want to know? Ask me anything. Talk to me about something that's on your mind. Whatever. Okay, Auntie Lori. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm her niece, her first niece, the oldest niece, the oldest child for like 10 plus years. I was like the only child in the whole clan. And I wear my badge well. Hi, my name is Elle Brown because I'm her oldest sisters, her oldest siblings, first and only child. There you go. So anyway, that's me. Enough of me for now. Okay, question. I can literally ask you anything. Why not? So I guess I would open up with saying just the really simple question. What's the one thing no one knows about you? Well, you know what Bree just told me? Okay, so who's Bree, real quick? If you listen to the podcast, you know that Bree is my wife, right? Okay. And we've never spent this kind of time together all these years, I've been always on Tremaine. I was on Tremaine before I even met Bree. Of and course. so recently, she just said to me, you're the same person that you've always been. If you give me 24 hours, I'm going to try to work all of it. I enjoy working because I realize, not that I have a deficit in life, but I'm not the smartest. It takes me a long time to educate myself on something. And so to that end, I know I have to put in a little extra time, a little extra energy, because I have to research how I learn, how I comprehend, and how I'm going to recall. And I go ahead, no, and how you're going to recall, yes. What is it that makes you so motivated to live your absolute best life as often as possible? We're all self-made. There's a quote that says, only the successful of us want to admit that. Mm. And regardless of circumstance, I understand that once I know something, I'm accountable, I'm responsible for living in a way that suggests I know it. And so once I understood the power of the mind and how I can create, and that even though I may have a few minuses, there are many more pluses that I can use to create what it is I want. But they're not even minuses because they're the thing to me that makes you the most strategic. You better believe it does because you have to create synergy and you're only one person. And so for me, it's just putting in long hours because I don't have a staff. But yet, you know, I have written three books, got a blog. This is my second round with a podcast, this time hosting it on my own as opposed to blog talk radio. So there's so much to be done in life. So many chapters. None of us are going to just do one thing. We're not living in an age where we have jobs. We're living in an age where we create our own work for the collective good and for our own personal abundance oh thank you for adding that part to it 
Thank you for adding that piece of remembering self. Thank well, actually, you. Actually, that's the whole puzzle right there, because what you want for yourself, you have to want for other people. So you have to get yourself in check. You have yes. to understand your ego. You have to understand so much about yourself. Yes. So the longest journey being the journey within, so that you can understand how to operate in the real world, how to bring your best self forward. And it's not easy. And it takes a lot of effort and you want to give up. But then faith comes around. And you always have to remember when it comes to faith, we have faith in Wi-Fi and we can't see it. We have faith pretty much that tomorrow will be another day where we can try it again. That's faith. So it's important to remember the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Powerful. Well, you know, when you stay with these thoughts in your mind, no harm can come to you in the world because whatever anyone else is saying, you have the power to just say, I see, or yes, or okay, or sounds good. Or no. Or no, or yes, or or don't say anything because that, right, because that keeps your focus on your gift and what it is you want to create with your life as opposed to spending that 5-15 minutes arguing with someone over something that maybe they just want to have the uh, last word got it thank you yes I, I received that I believe that's absolutely true so this has been a really powerful time there's just a lot of space to just really take it all in and I think that it's really beautiful that you are allowing yourself to just be so bare just so completely vulnerable and just the ability to let go in that way. What have you done to be like that? Oh, paying homage to whose shoulders you're standing on, in my case, dancing on. So any day of the week, I can think back to my ancestors, especially the ones who sat in on the sit-in. So imagine leaving your house knowing that you're going to a diner, if you will, and that you're going to get plopped on the back of the head with a baseball bat, spat upon. To me, that's courage, right? Yes. You knowing that someone's going to pull you off that stool and say, you cannot dine here. Okay, so some history for all you podcast listeners. A sit-in or sit-down is a form of direct action that involves one or more people occupying an area for protest, often to promote political, social, or economic change. And so for me, I have a responsibility to do my part to say thank you for the price that ancestors paid for us to have the freedoms we have. Absolutely. And so is that what you would say is sort of just where you sort of pull from the strength or where would you say you, you pull from your strength? Is it in addition to ancestral, you know, gratitude? No, no. It's for misery. When you have those miserable moments or just miserable periods in in life, like sometimes you could just be in a miserable relationship. And you sit in that relationship and you know you should have been gone, but you just sit in it. And then finally, you you move on. And when you move on, you have a different energy to yourself because now you have a chance to start again, try again, approach again. So one of the best pieces of advice I got that helped me to end part of the misery was look back at all the relationships And it took me two years to 
I guess maybe be that honest with myself to figure out what it is. Because a lot of times this stuff is embarrassing, which is why it's good that you do solo inner work. Unless you have a therapist, right, to walk you through it. Absolutely. But if you can look in the mirror and say to yourself, hey, I'm not going to, you know, pull my own leg. I might lie to the outside world, but I'm not going to look in the mirror and lie to myself. Absolutely. So are you a coward? Are you, are you going to try to do better? Could you have done better? What could you have done differently in that instance? What are you willing to do moving forward? How will you train wow. yourself? How will you know if that happens again? How can you prepare yourself? What can you do proactively so that the wow. next time, boom. So you're always thinking about self-development. Work on yourself or work on a project. Like that's just the way to live. Okay, so for the first time today, because I'm really trying to get better at podcasting, I listened to my own podcast. I actually took a podcast down. What was it about the content that... I was rude. You know how I can be? You are rude. Exactly. Well, I was rude. Which is why but right now rude. I'm on my best behavior. But you're rude. <sighs> Do you know why it took me so long to start a call-in podcast? Because when I had the first 20 episodes, I ran them past a family member, and she texted me back and said, Auntie, you can't talk to people like that. <laughs> I know, right? And then I went back and listened to them, like, what's the problem? Oh, my gosh. That's but, that's, but you know what? That speaks to... You have to put it out there. Sometimes you just don't know because we're too close to the content. And being an artist, it's a, it's a lonely business. So when you have someone who can give you honest feedback, cherish oh, it because so many people it. are blowing smoke these no. days. No, oh my gosh, everybody's telling everybody what they want to hear to not affect their bags and checks and ends and all of that. You understand? Do you think that you're rude? Oh, absolutely not. So you don't feel like a rude person? No. Are you just misunderstood? <laughs> no, it's just that people can't handle it. So they want me to put on some really nice gloves and play nice all the time. So I'm just trying to play nice. Is that authentic? Or could that be your new self? It has to be because... Who are you choosing to be? Right. A nicer person? Oh, kindness? Do I hear the word kindness? Right. But don't forget, I was always, I'm, I am kind, kind, but when it you're comes kind. to nonsense, I nice. just sh shut You're up. not nice. You're kind, but you're not nice. Let me tell you, one time Kevin told me after he invited me to Thanksgiving with his friends, we were in the car. The only thing he said to me the whole ride home was, remind me to never, ever invite you oh, to any of my friends home ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I cleared the table <laughs> oh no you did i cleared Why? and Why not only did i it was terrible it? i learned so much this is who you always have been and it's actually this is kind of a more <clears throat> tamed down version of you <laughs> exactly you have lived out loud it can't even get any louder than that like you live out loud yeah Oh, you're so loud and here and present and real and authentic and truthful and just here. You're so alive. Yeah. I will give that to you as my greatest compliment to you. You are alive. That's a beautiful compliment. It's from the most genuine inside part of my heart because that is where you will always be. Thank you. You're my auntie. Like, I mean, come on. So what do you want to say oh what do i want to say with my life you mean 
What do you want to say? Blank. That's it. That's the question. What do you want to say? What I want to say is the imagination is everything. If you can go even deeper into the recesses of your body and imagine what it is you want to create with your life, that, oh. that's the electricity. That's the fire. It almost, the electricity almost frightens me. I've always wanted to have a first mover advantage. So when it came to oh, podcast, you, all, you always say that, always. Yeah. So to have that first mover advantage... I've been blogging for a long time. Yes, I've been podcasting have. for a while. Yes. And so now I'm taking everything into virtual reality. I want to, to have like a website portal where people can hit the website. And I migrated everything from LurieJohnson.com to LurieTalks.com. But imagine headphone, no, headset, no headset, goggles, no goggles. And you have all these different experiences. Some are 360 immersive, some are interactive, some I'm right there. Wow, wow. Into the future, let's go. Right. My point is, it's still about dance. So when you ask me, what do I want to say? I want to say that dancers, anything you imagine, especially now, because the dance industry has remained unchanged for the past 70 to 100 years, hierarchical, institutional, Incredible. structural, organizational, right? And on an individual level, individuals have been casted, typecasted, graded, categorized, maybe even pigeonholed, if you will. And so now we have agency over ourselves. We're embarking on a new renaissance of creativity. So there's no limit to what we can create. So dancers, however you imagine yourself dancing, whether it's through photography, costuming, technology, audio, video, sensory, like whatever it is, you can go ahead and do that. Even you, if you can do it. Yes. Yes. So I'm excited for an over-the-top kind of tap dancing future. That is where we are. And how is it that you're right here on the cusp of what is happening? It goes back to that first mover advantage. Oh, well, don't forget, you mean in terms of the virtual reality? Yes, like, how are you this cutting edge? Oh, okay, all these years on Tremaine Dance Convention, every weekend I go to the teacher meeting because I've always been passionate about dance studio ownership and dance education. Why? That's my background. I grew up in a dance studio. My mother owned a dance studio. So I am passionate about that. For the past five to seven years, I've been having one-on-one -on -one conversations with studio owners and dance educators asking does the teacher have to be in the same room to train a dancer? Well, they'd look at me like, oh, crazy. Do kids need a manager or an agent? Is there a way that the dance studio owner can change the paradigm of dance education and bring in other resources for students? Maybe don't call it a dance studio. Call it some kind of performing arts center where... A person can learn about managing their finances and other parts of entrepreneurship. Absolutely, yes. So asking how will the dance industry change, I would ask that every week. Well, when the pandemic came down, well, then obviously we could train a dancer remotely. And so then what's next? Taking it into a new tapiverse? Eh? 
All right, a new type of verse, yeah. Like I said, I'm always interested in technology and what's next? Because the future doesn't just happen, we play a part in it. Here's a question for you. Do you feel like as a result of the pandemic and people being inside that there is an awakening, that there's more of a, an awareness inside the human spirit? I would like to hope and believe that. And that's really all I can say about well, it. What about you personally? For me? Oh, absolutely. Well, then there I mean, you go. But I'm, I'm always evolving. Like, I... That's what I do. I think that's what keeps us so close. We're very much cut from the same cloth that way. Right. So I'm I'm always here for it. So you how do you I get how did you get to that point where you're always evolving? I got there at a young age. I'm an only child. You know, as much as I boast and love being the only child of everything and everyone for ten years. You know, critical mm-hmm. childhood shit. So zero to five, you know, zero to eight, all of that. My whole childhood, it's been me. So very introspective, very young. And I think also the impact was that when I came in a room, the room lit up. So I knew I had something worth trying to figure out that was wonderful. Beautiful. I always knew there was something wonderful about me. Mm-hmm. And that came, from, that comes directly from someone like you. Mm-hmm. Like you are a direct impact that I felt wonderful when I entered a room. Beautiful. That's what adults are supposed to do for children. Yes, absolutely. So because of that, I'm I've, I'm always introspective. Always curious, always trying to figure it out. Hmm. I mean, sometimes to a detriment because I'm just always gone go. Mm-hmm. You know, just wanting so much to just live every breath. Yes. So I guess, is this where we end for now? Let's say part one. Part one. I love it. We'll do a part two when it, when it hits us. Yes. Thanks so much because you helped me get out a lot of what I am always wanting to get out, but it's hard to just talk to yourself on a podcast. Because in order to do that, you have to be organized and write notes. And I'm organized in my file naming conventions. But when it comes to a blank word document, not so much. Because my thoughts are all over the place. Right, right. Absolutely. All righty, so let's end here. Love you. I love you, Charms. Peace. Peace. Hey, my friend. Thank you so much. I hope you got something out of this episode. Yeah. And I'll talk to you soon. Apple Podcast is now saying you can subscribe to a podcast that's new. That's the latest scoop. I am on Clubhouse, loving life on Clubhouse. I'll do another episode about my happenings there. But in the meantime, I would love it if you would add a comment about the podcast. And oh, and share this episode with a friend. Thank you. Well, hey there, listener. You've made it to the end. As we close out this episode of Lori Talks, we would like to leave you with an opportunity. If you are a singer-songwriter, music producer, or musical artist of any kind, we want to share your music on this show and future upcoming episodes. If you would like your music to be featured on the Lori Talks podcast, we invite you to submit a link to music at loritalks.com.
Tonight's featured artist, Mo Hazlett. Find more of Mo's work on YouTube, Facebook, and SoundCloud. This is Tonight. I can't believe it Get out of my head You hate me today I love you instead Can't miss you too much 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 Yeah, I can't keep my head Out of the clouds when I'm supposed to Me and Winnie the Pooh Seeing things when I'm around you I don't know when I'm around you Feeling lost is what I found See the light I left behind me in the night I see you in my mind, my mind, my mind, in my mind, my mind, my mind, my mind, my mind, in my mind, my mind, They say I'm in heaven, you never post me on 11-11 Can't say that I never let you on my head again Catching a cold, you made me feel better, I never took medicine Lost in my heart, they didn't know you was killing it I fell in love with the ones that ain't feeling it Venomous snakes, they're the venom, so feeling this poison Relentless, I'm feeling unlimited pain I put the love in my veins, pumping it all through my heart and my brain I never been caught up in the emotion, but I looked at myself and I see that I've changed Close my eyes, I can't see in the dark, but I couldn't see that you didn't give me your heart You had me thinking that I'm Superman, but I looked in the mirror and I just saw Clark. I can't believe it, get out of my head. You hate me today, I love you. Man.